Good morning, golfers. Your tea time awaits. It's the Tea to Green Golf Show here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Got a thought on the PGA Tour? Want help with your swing? Give the show a call at 803-0550. Tea to Green is being presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. A hole in one, not big. Now it's time to talk golf. Here are your hosts, Brian Cozio, Kevin Sylvester, and PGA Pro Jeff Metis. Good morning, 7 o'clock here from East Aurora Country Club. We welcome you in live on Tee to Green here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Thanks for hanging out with us here on a... A little drizzly Saturday morning in East Aurora. We're on the beautiful patio outside the clubhouse, and we're welcome. And uh, we welcome you in, and we're excited to be here for the next hour. Uh, we make our annual visit here around this time for the International Junior Masters event, which is going on next week. And uh, we'll spend the majority of our hour talking about that great local event here in Western New York, which brings people from all over the world. And that'll be some of the people that we'll be speaking with here today. Uh, Big thanks to PGA Pro David Jones and Superintendent Drew Thompson for uh, rolling out the red carpet for us here this morning on what is a great event uh, coming up here on the show over the next hour. We're going to be speaking with some of the participants here that'll be uh, involved in the International Junior Masters event. Also, the tournament directors coming up, uh, Jeff Kamey and Paul O'Brien. Uh, we've spoken with them in the past. If you've listened to this show previously, they'll tell us what, what's going on with the event this year, including some new ideas that they have uh, and a girls division that'll be going on. So we'll talk about that, too. Uh, of course, a couple of thoughts on last week's U.S. Open win for John Rahm. We'll get our Western New York PGA tip of the week and uh, some more information coming up on our duster putting challenge which uh, registration is now open to benefit the western york pga reach foundation so all that and more we'll get our Ryder cup report champions tour report pga tour leaderboard kevin sylvester good morning can we get this all in in one hour i was just thinking we've got 10 pounds of tuna in a five pound can so we've got a lot to work i like to do. that run, an analogy there and it's great welcome to back see, to the show i know it's great to see you guys in person <laughs> what's it been three weeks yeah maybe? we've been together in a while for yeah. this show yeah it's Gang's peculiar together, yeah, yeah. yeah. should be, be a good there. show yeah i just I, I was in pinehurst last week and it was incredible uh we played number two phenomenal every you know bucket list thing go do it it's yeah. just it's one of the best walks in golf you ever have just amazing the aesthetics on tv always look great so yeah, i'm sure my, in person it was great too listen with, with my uh, other job pga tour radio i get to walk some of the best golf courses and so i was telling the guys it's gonna be great it was even better than that it was just it was just it, awesome. was it enhanced by walking Oh, for sure, you know, and, and caddies and, and the whole deal. And we got rossed a few times, you know, where you and think the putt looks fronts. good, and pff, there it goes. Uh, it was it was phenomenal. Awesome. And, and a shout-out to my, my buddy Nick Ambrose from Lancaster. He played the U.S. Open tees, and he broke 80. Like, the, the wager was broke 80. The caddy's like, he won't break 85. I'm like, oh, he'll break 85. He's a closer. He, uh, he had a little trouble on 16. He had two holes to go at a par on both to, to do it, birdie, and then hit an incredible recovery shot and uh, and made par on 18, shoot 78. That's a great score. Yeah, it was awesome. Very cool. Speaking of awesome, yes. there's an awesome event here this week. That's right. And we got some real nice junior players in front of us. Uh, um, I've known their, I've known Charlie's name for a while as a golf coach and someone in the area. And, um, yeah, gentlemen. Oh. Let's let's, in, yeah, let's, well, let's, let's let's introduce them okay, first. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, there's, I there's a superlative there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, that's, that's why I'm I'm the analyst, not the, not <laughs> no, the that's host. All right. Yeah. So Charlie Fisher with us here, and uh, Charlie, of course, if you followed 
Junior Golf here in Western New York. You may recognize the name. All right, if Charlie. you follow the Duster Challenge, you might recognize the name. He's a Duster Challenge champion. Former champion. I, I yes. noticed the huge belt he was wearing on the way in. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the trophy doesn't fit in his car. So, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Charlie, good morning. Morning. Thanks uh, for having us. Thanks for uh, for having us here. Or thanks for uh, coming on here. So um, this event obviously is something that uh, I'm sure with you has some excitement. You being from the area, so and have you played in this before? You have, right? Of course. Yeah. This, yeah. this is gonna be my third year. So yeah, my first year I qualified and then I broke my hand. So it took that year away from me. Two more years I played and then COVID happened. So should be my fifth year, but it's my third. That's right. <laughs> All right. So what are what are some of the the keys to playing well in an event like this? <sighs> Well, an event like this is very uh, nerve-wracking, especially to start. Uh, there's a lot of participants. It's the biggest junior golf tournament in the area. Um, but it's really cool. A lot of people from you know all around the world, including you know Mexico, Scotland, Colombia, everyone comes in. So it's a lot. But you just got to simplify it as much as you can. That's is it, pretty is, much how it is goes. Is the qualifying rounds harder than the match play, or which one's harder? Uh, which match, one's more stressful? More stressful is the stroke play. Match play rounds, everyone seems to play a little bit better. you got to play better to win your matches. Stroke play with the out of bounds here, the score you can you can make a big number pretty quick. Whereas a match play, you make a big number. All right, you just you just lost a hole. So yeah. So tell us a little bit about your background for those that maybe don't know about it. You went to Orchard Park High School for a while. Now what? Going down in Florida too, but you come back for the event. Right. So so I go to Orchard Park High School for the first semester. Play for the golf team there with the coach Nate Leary. He's been a great coach there. Um, and uh, then now I go down to Tampa, Florida. Go to Saddlebrook Golf Academy for the second semester. Um, and train and play a lot of golf <laughs> um, and come back up here at the beginning of June, and which is perfect timing for to be back home for this event. So you're also. a snowbird, essentially. Essentially, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> well, Nate Leary, his coach from Orchard Park, I know, is listening. He's a, he's a good supporter of our show yes. and our events. So, Nate, good morning. And uh, you got a great player here I'm sure you're proud of. Did Nate sign up for the Duster yet? He did already. Okay, uh, all right. Fantastic. Him and his wife, Brandy, are already in. Awesome. They're so. regulars. That's awesome. That is great. <laughs> he's very efficient, and By the way, too. last time I saw Charlie, uh, I think I was flying with my family. We were going to visit uh, family down in Florida, and I'm looking at this kid. In the back, and I'm like, and I finally think I said when we got up, I go, how do I know you? And you're like, oh, I won the duster. I'm like, oh, Charlie, okay. So and I think it was, that was maybe your first trip to Saddleback. That was, right? yeah, it was my first visit. Yeah, so, yeah you were sitting right, right, right across from me. I was like, Zach? Yeah, we were in the back of the plane, Yeah, we were. we were not first class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had the Bob Euchre seats. The, in the, plane. the duster challenge champion didn't uh, move us, bump you I, up. You know, they didn't have it on the uh, register when they walked in. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, how, now when you fly, they have all these things, uh, Diamond Club. They, they didn't have Duster Challenge Club. They don't have that yet. <laughs> Maybe no. we'll have to establish that. Well, Charlie, I know you're sitting next to a gentleman by the name of Corey Edger from Scotland. And Corey, you, you traveled a little farther than Charlie, who's come from Orchard Park yeah. here. Uh, so tell us about uh, what decided to make you to come from Scotland to come here to play in this. So uh, I moved over originally two years ago into Florida to Saddleback Golf Academy um, mm -hmm. just because in Scotland it's not the warmest in the winter months, so I decided I'd be able to play year-round if I went to this golf academy. And then last year... Charlie moved into my room and he was telling me all about this event and I loved the sound of it and I was originally going to play last year but of course COVID happened right. so it took that away from me so then I had just was forced to go back home and play tournaments over there so I'm really happy I got to play this event and I appreciate Charlie telling me all about it. That's and, cool. And it's going to be a fun week. He won't appreciate it if you beat him, though, right? <laughs> yeah. That'd be a great match in the final round. I'd love to watch that. So by, roommates. By the way, Scotland's not warm in the summer either. Yeah. No. no. Okay. I mean, it's a little warmer. But. <laughs> it's a little warmer. <laughs> so what is golf like 
in Scotland for, for your age? Are you playing for a school? Are you, are you going to different academies? Like, what is it like there? Uh, so, in Scotland, it's a little bit different. It's There's no high school teams. You usually just play individually, mm-hmm. um, sometimes with your club. If you There's junior teams, and then there's also men's teams, which um, most of the juniors tend to play on. Um, but it, it's the style of golf is a little different depending on where you go. My home course is a little bit... It's, it's pretty similar to East Aurora, not as hilly, um, but no, about 10 minutes away, there's a really challenging links course, which is fun to play, and it, it'll test you. So so you you know how to be creative with shots, right? I mean, that's yes. that's that's yes. the... You can control your trajectory. Uh, as much as possible. Right. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because over there, um, you play the ball down, as they yeah. say a lot, right? You can play low shots. Yeah. Have you found that not to be the case here you may not you probably won't find it be the case here not at Saddlebrook yeah. no not at, not at Saddlebrook at all um in fact my I'm I have a pretty spinny ball flight so it can yeah. it tends to rise up in the air a little bit but if I if I need to I can have a three iron or four iron I can just get it low and running um which is a nice shot to have sometimes here off the tees especially number five that tee shot is is really tight so maybe looking for something like that off the tee that's not going to get me in trouble so uh, no, we'll see how it goes with uh, all the shots. Uh, you definitely need to be creative around here. Excellent, Charlie. What advice have you given him about this uh, this event and this course? I've given him some. I can't give him all, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. Um, but with his uh, Scottish backgrounds and playing, you know, under the wind and keeping it low, it's he, he plays different style of golf than me. So I try to show him the different types of tee shots you can play. There's many different ways to play this golf course, and we've played two practice rounds and. I'll tell you what, we we need a third. <laughs> so. Have you taken him for wings yet? <laughs> yes. Right. So we took him to Barville uh, la- uh, last night. No, two nights ago. Um, and, well. Corey, what do you think? You, yeah, yeah, you tell yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Charlie originally was going to make me have spicy wings at I'm not a spicy guy. <laughs> it tends so to, he is messing with you. Good. <laughs> it tends to not sit well with me, so I got the honey butter barbecue. Uh, it was really good. Uh, also, I had the beef on whack there. Again, really good. Um, Maybe a couple more sandwiches, too, or something? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, well, well, you know what the return thing is? You have to have haggis now. Exactly. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> it's a little That's, tough to find. Right? Yeah, okay. and uh, I'd rather just have wings. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, congratulations right. to both of you getting here again and, and participating. Corey, welcome to uh, Western New York and Buffalo. Thank you very much. Thank and uh, we hope you both play well this week. So, And, Charlie, you better be ready to defend your title here in a, in a month or so at the Duster. <laughs> oh, I will be. Awesome. <laughs> I can tell you, one of, the, one of the, right, I mean, one of the best performances we've had. I mean, he won the event, but I, how many aces did he have in the, in the final match? A lot. It was a lot. It yeah. was like six or something. It was, it was incredible. Yeah, and the best was... When he conceded a putt that was like a five-footer, he's like, yeah, you can have it. And he drinks the next. You know. I was like, wow, this kid has some gumption. <laughs> I didn't say gumption, but we're on yeah. the radio. <laughs> yeah. Well, Charlie, Corey, good luck this week. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Appreciate it. We'll uh, we'll let Charlie and Corey step out here. We've got a, a few more They look like two participants, pros, don't they? They I look mean, good yeah, they all the part. Yeah, they're skinny. That's why. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're so, young. That's right. I was skinny when I was young. More yeah. youth coming in here now next. A little bit, yeah. Little That's bit. right. We get two more participants. Lily, we'll let you hold the mic. Good morning. Lily Zhang and Zevi Perez is here with us. And Lily, we'll start with you. Um, you're participating in what is now the first 
addition of the girls division here uh, at the International Junior Masters, so I'm sure that's exciting. Tell us a little bit about what you're expecting for the tournament this week. Uh, I'm expecting good conditions, good people, and a great uh, tournament because I know how historical this place is and how nice everyone says it was. And I'm really honored to be one of the eight girls to participate in it. That's and great. you, you got to be feeling pretty good about your game right now, Ms. Zhang. Um, I've been seeing some of the scores you're shooting. I saw well you did in the Porter Cup and in Elkdale, and I've watched you play for a long time. You're playing very well. How do you feel about your game right now? I feel pretty decent. I think... Um, most of my ball striking is pretty put together. I just need to work on putting and believing in myself. The girls' division starting here for the first year. We know that's a great thing. We're going to talk more with Jeff Kamey and Paul O'Brien, the tournament directors, about that coming up. But um, it's got to be pretty cool, right, to be in the first edition, the first annual one event here. Are you seeing more and more opportunities for girls in golf as you've gone up here through your time in playing? Yeah, definitely. When I was little, I remember seeing on TV how they announced the Augusta Women's Amateur and that was a big break breakthrough and a lot of new tournaments also added girls edition and even for kids so that's even better now if i'm not mistaken you you've been to augusta right drive chip and putt yeah in 2018 all right i mean besides amazing how was that <laughs> <laughs> it was really nice i got to meet bryson john rum and a lot of other people and they came up to you and greeted you like a friend and there were a lot of cameras, but I feel like when you're in the moment, you don't recognize them, and you just look at the golf ball. She's already a pro. Yeah, look at yeah, that, right? She's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so you must have that as a goal, I would imagine, one day to make that women's amateur at the at Augusta National. It's got to yeah. be something you think of. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. It's an honor to be invited and to just to play at Augusta. Who's your favorite LPGA player? Mm. I love Jennifer Kopcho, who won the Augusta National, and I also love, it's pretty hard. Yeah, there's so many good ones, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, there is a lot of good ones. Yeah. Like, I'm a Brooke Henderson fan. And Brooke is pretty, yeah, yeah, she's good. I met her at the um, Porter Cup. The Porter Cup? Was Porter Cup. When that was the first edition. Yeah. She was second. Se oh, that was, was the second, second edition? edition. Yeah, yeah. And, she, mm -hmm. and she won the event, but you could just tell, like, uh, this girl... Uh, was going to make it. Like yeah. she was a star. Really I like to use yeah. Jessica Corda's swing as a swing model. Also, that's a oh, yeah. beautiful motion she and, has. And Nellie, she's mm. amazing. Well, tell us uh, just so what what are your what is your year like? What's your school like? What are you doing just kind of uh, in your life these days? Um, Even beyond maybe playing in a lot of tournaments, I'm sure. In my school this year, they allowed seventh graders to join the high school team, varsity golf team. So I was lucky to join this year, and it was really nice making new friends. And I've also played a few AJGAs so far, which is um, an essential tournament to play to yeah. get better. Well, that's great. So good luck this upcoming week. It's exciting that there's a girls division. I know you're excited and, yeah. and play well. Thank we you. We know you will. Thanks. All right, let's, uh, let's pass the mic here to our, our fourth player participant. This will be the most polite guest we ever have on the show. That's Thank right. you for having us. Thank you for having <laughs> us. Already. He's, that's great. <laughs> Zevi Perez is with us here. Zevi, how old are you? So I'm 11 years old for. I'm 11 years old. I'm from Evans, Georgia. Yee, shit. That drive was so long. <laughs> 18 hours in the car. I just, I, kept, I wish I was here, but I'm glad to be here, and it's an honor to play in this tournament. It's so cool. Um, the courses I play at, and most people say they're a little hilly. Mine is not at all hilly. It's pretty flat, so I know there's going to be a good experience for me. But honestly, I've been... I get my d game down, gaining more distance, more accuracy. So I'm just coming out here, have fun, and see what I can do, sir. That is so cool. 
11 years old, you got your plans already right. here to go. I, I, right. I don't this, is, this is not his first time in front of a microphone. Yeah, that's, that, that's, no, for, sir. Yeah. that's no. for sure. Listen to him. Yeah, I was a, that was probably my hundreds. All right. <laughs> I was on the Today Show last week. Uh, so no. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So what is the best thing about your game? What's the strength of your game? Um, mostly just, you know, like you hit the driver really far and accurate, but some terms, I know, you know, driver's not always going to be the, the best club in the bag. So lately I've been working on more of short game skills, like up and down recovery shots. Smart man. It's been going pretty good. I played a little, a few holes last night and I know it was probably, it was a par five and I was rusty. I still made a par in hole after duffing a three wood, <laughs> hit my 60 yard shot next to the hole, but I played on the par three, yeah. and I hit a chip shot, and that was rolling. If it didn't hit the pin and went in, it would have been back on the tee box. Yeah, we've it all was been just there. Rolling. We've all been there. How did you get started in golf? So my papa was in the military, and when we got moved to Atlanta, and I was about two years old, there was this golf club laying around. And by that time, I was already tinkering with golf clubs, you know, messing around with stuff, you know, clubs, shaft, and grips. Right. And I found this pink five iron orange dot never forget wow. I, this this story sounds familiar doesn't father in the military found a club took up golf you like tiger yeah who doesn't like tiger right yeah, <laughs> that's right. He's like, sir, that was a stupid question. <laughs> that's right. He was, he's too polite, in, though. In yeah. the politest way he could say it, Kevin. Yeah, that was a dumb question. No, I'm just, you know, <laughs> it was the I'll say it. Come on, you're yeah. here, and you're like, this story sounds familiar. No. That's right. And I was just swinging, and ever since I felt love for the game, and we lived on the course, so you see people driving uh, around hitting golf shots, and I know my papa took me out to play when I was about two years old. He got me, but hey, I was only two years old. Yeah, and you beat him. Hey, those are excuses. Right? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but I got into my first tournaments when I was three years old, and I showed up. And at the time, I said they weren't golf shoes for my size, so my parents kind of improvised, and they took soccer cleats, you know, just cut the little edge off. And they looked like really neat golf shoes, and everyone say, where'd you get those? Oh, these are actually just soccer shoes. You said these are Zevies. Zevies. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Special edition. You got your own shoe brand now. There you go. Yes, sir. Yeah, you'll have a spiff on that. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, always the marketer here. Over size here. 11 when you make them, my friend. Okay. That's right. <laughs> but I got done playing. I shot 42 when I was three and ended up winning the tournament. And that was good. And I had 39 victories. I'm straight. I went to U.S. Kids. And I was so excited because, you know, I seen the short game. Yeah. And I was all, I'm playing in Pinehurst. And I said, we gotta we gotta work on improving the mic there. There you buddy. go. Okay. There, there you go. go. There you yeah. go. You're, you're good. No, no, no. It's all right. Your short game. You're excited okay. short about game. it. Short game. So <laughs> what happened was is I came up there when I was five years old and I shot 36. And pre before the round, everyone was all, oh, he's so adorable. When I got done and ended up winning 36, it wasn't I wasn't that adorable. I know. <laughs> Charlie and Corey over here are like, yeah. I'm gonna, this this kid's yeah. going to be yeah. uh, an issue yeah. for us here yeah. this week. That's but great. I'm, now I'm playing with the big dogs, so honestly. The big dogs. Yeah. I'm like. excited to be out here. You see Corey and Charlie yeah. back there? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I do. You know you're going <laughs> to. They're, they're not going to let up, though, are yeah. they? They're twice as tall as you, but it doesn't That's matter. It. If they're twice as tall, I'm probably going to have to play twice my game harder, sir. That's yeah. awesome. Good answer. Good answer. That's a great attitude. Thank so, you, sir. So, uh, what have you what have you done here in, in Western New York and Buffalo so far besides play golf here? I never been to New York, sir. This you is know, my first this time. Your first time. I mean, everyone says you seen this. I say yes on my Gear VR set yeah. <laughs> or on on TV. But this is my first time to be here, and it's such an honor to be here. 
So New York is very beautiful, and even though the 18 drive was really long, I mean, there's a lot of beautiful sights, too. Have you seen Niagara Falls yet? No, sir. All right, no, you sir. Have your parents take you to see Niagara Falls. It's not too I'll try, sir. That's right. Pretty amazing. Well, good luck, Zevi. Appreciate it. Thank Lily, you, sir. you too. Good luck in the girls' division. We're excited. Charlie and Corey, good luck to you as well. We appreciate all the players coming on. Why do I have a feeling all four kids remember these names? That's right. I'm serious. Yep. Remember these names, all four of them. Because yep. we're going we're gonna to be talking about them when we're doing the show 10 years from now. When we do our PGA update. I agree. Our PGA update. Yeah. Yes. If you want to come and see any of these four or all of these four play this week, we'll get the details next. Jeff Kamey and Paul O'Brien, the tournament directors, are uh, going to join us here. But uh, And coming up at 8 o'clock this morning, the Zevi Show. That's like right. That's hour. right. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Zevi right. Show, the X-Man Show. Yeah, you Love might, it. There you go. You might want to start a podcast. <laughs> that's right. I'll I, try, sir. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're going to take a time out here from East Aurora Country Club. Uh, more on the International Junior Masters. We'll get our tip of the week all that and more coming up here as uh, we roll on and with the uh, pga pro jeff Metis, kevin sylvester i'm brian colziel back with more after this on wgr sports radio 550 you're listening to tea to green presented by the western new york pga woods to wedges inside the whirly golf dome custom turf michelob ultra and jim bean and by our home clubs pendleton creek golf club and lancaster country club stay tuned more tea to green coming up Time for a check of the PGA Tour leaderboard. Brought to you by Callaway Chrome Soft. This ball is different. And also by Puma Golf Shoes. Time for a check of the PGA Tour leaderboard as we welcome you back here to beautiful East Aurora Country Club. It's International Junior Masters Week. We'll have more on the tournament here coming up in one moment. But the, the PGA Tour players this week are in Cromwell, Connecticut at TPC River Highlands and the Travelers Championship going on. Jason Day shot a 62 yesterday. He's uh, in the lead right now, minus nine through two rounds of play. Bubba Watson, who's had tremendous success at this tournament, uh, has shot a pair of 66s. He is one off the lead. Uh, other names of note, there's a huge group at seven under, including Justin Rose, who shot a 63 yesterday. Uh, Ian Poulter, Scotty Scheffler, Patrick Cantlay, big group at minus six. Uh, Dustin Johnson is playing in this event, as is Bryson DeChambeau. Some of the other bigger names, Brooks Kepka is as well. DeChambeau is in the mix to win. Uh, he is at five under par. Kepka is at minus four. Dustin Johnson just got in and made the cut. Uh, he is at minus two. So there's your look at the board right now. Kev, what, uh, what's your thought? You've been at this tournament. I've been at it many times. Gets better and better every year. Yeah, great golf course. And, you know, it's a, the back nine's amazing. I'll never forget. Last year when and DJ won, uh, incredible performance down the stretch. Uh, but I'll never forget Jim Furyk shooting 58 there uh, in that morning. And everybody's like, well, who won that year? Do you know who won the year? I don't. Nobody does. It wasn't Furyk, obviously. It was Russell Knox, <laughs> right? Russell Knox won the year. But, that he did it in the morning. Furyk was like one of the first guys out. I remember getting to the golf course and running out there, and he just lipped out on 14, popped out of the hole on 15. I'm like, guys, ah, not going to do it. Drains like a 35 foot bender on 16. Another birdie had 17. Nearly makes one to shoot 57. The place was electric. And then it was like, okay, the leaders tee off. Uh. <laughs> and Kev, uh, the week after a major like that, they've got a strong field. Is that peculiar? Is that because of the travelers? They, you know what? It's uh, what these gentlemen will tell you. Recruiting, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, getting players to go and the things that they do uh, for families there. It's a it's a great event. They've really worked hard. Travelers has to to get players to come there um, and compete in the event. Charter a plane, you know, to, to get guys making it easier yeah, for it's players. Got a so great field. Yeah. It's a great field, yeah, every year. They've really, 
you know, up the purse, all those sort of things. Yeah. Before we bring in Jeff and Paul here, let's uh, while we're on the PGA Tour leaderboard, let's get our PGA Champions Tour report. Look here at the leaderboard brought to you by Donald Ross Clothing, the world's finest golf apparel. Steve Stricker kicking butt here so far. He's got a five-shot lead through two rounds of the Bridgestone Senior Players Championship. It's at Firestone in Akron. Uh, great course there. And uh, he's got a five-shot lead. Stricker minus nine through two rounds. Paul Broadhurst is at minus four. Uh, those are your. Did Broadhurst guys near the win top. in Rochester? He did. Yes. At the PGA. At, at the senior right. PGA. PGA seniors. Okay. Yes. Yep. Yep. And you've played Firestone, haven't you? No, I've just have been there a few times every year that I've gone to with the station to cover the Hall of Fame events. Right. When the Bills got in, I would go over because it's always the same week. It was always the same weekend on the PGA. That was always a great. I thought, you know. Yes. Great weekend. Road trip. You could yeah. do you could do uh, Firestone with the PGA Tour event and then the uh, the Hall of Fame. This poor was, guy, by the way, some some other time we'll tell the story about when he drove Bulldog and me to cover Jim Kelly's retirement. Yes. In Canton. And our trip back at the buffet was <laughs> and 110 degrees on the field. There's so much. We can, it's yes. a whole show. We'll yeah. have to save that. Yeah. All right, let's continue here. Zevi took up too much of our time. That's yeah. it. Now Zevi did a great job. What no. an awesome kid. Yeah. yeah. They're let's, all great kids. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie Fisher, Lily Zhang, Corey Edger, Zevi Perez. Uh, we wish them good luck. We appreciate uh, them coming on here for the participants in this week's International Junior Masters. If you missed those interviews, those were really good. Um, we'll have it up on our on-demand audio section, WGR550.com, this morning, and uh, I'll also tweet out the link and, as well and at Brian note, WGR. Note for future guests, yeah. Zevi gave us gifts. He did. <laughs> so. Very, very cool gift from the uh, from the VA. A, uh, a challenge coin. Absolutely. Challenge coin. Yeah. So cool. Okay. Uh, if you've listened to our show here in previous years, uh, you may be familiar with these two gentlemen, Jeff Kamey and Paul O'Brien, the tournament directors from the International Junior Masters. That's your cue to pick up the mic, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, we'll start with you. Good morning. Good morning. You ready to go for this week? Finally, we are. Yeah. Okay. We know last year I mean, we didn't see you. We, you know, yeah. we we had to. Nobody saw anybody. Last we had to year. do our shows on <laughs> Zoom last year. It wasn't a fun year. I know you guys are ready to be back and having the event after, of course, 2020 took away a lot of all of our fun. So this yeah. is great that it's back this year. Uh, you know, it was a nice break last year. But it was twice as much work this year, so it, it, it evens out. And uh, you know, getting it started, uh, we had no idea what we were gonna face. You know, because we start this in like October the year before, and at that time everything was full lockdown. And you know, so it came around to the point where we figured, well, we're not gonna have Canadian kids playing, and, and that's the case. We we have one one playing who's actually going to Kent State, so he's coming over. Yeah. But, uh, uh, you know, that was, that was a challenging part as, as far as the uh, player recruitment. Uh, and, uh, you know, we lost, uh, we lost our Colombian team because of the COVID. Uh, the Aussies uh, d can't travel because of COVID. Uh, we did add a Peruvian team, mm -hmm. uh, cool. which we were really yeah. excited about. Uh, one girl, uh, Mariana Masonas, and, uh, and two boys, uh, all terrific players. So we're, we're really excited to have them. Uh, added to our, our uh, field this year, as well as a young man from Chile. So, those are those are two first timers. How many countries in total? We see all the flags outside. I know Drew Thompson always hangs eight them up. This year. Eight. Yeah, yeah. Because we're missing the Aussies and the Colombians, uh, but we got Dominican Republic and Scotland and. Uh, yeah, so we just heard from Corey from yeah. Scotland. That's cool. You yeah. might have heard the kid from Chile, Joaquin Neiman, is playing. No, I'm kidding. He's not <laughs> playing this year. But he's he's close. He's only 23, I think. Right? Not not far off. That's right. When I, we'll uh, we'll bring in Jeff Kamey in here, also one of the tournament directors. Jeff, uh, what was uh, 
was recruiting the biggest challenge of having that year off of getting kids to kind of get back into this event or what was the biggest challenge for you i i do think that they're recruiting the players uh, I mean, we it, i think i think the theme is uncertainty uh, when yeah. we started this in october which is when we normally do it yeah you can't just and, invite them like Two, you know, two weeks ago, you can't say, "Hey, come on, show up for this." Like they've got a plan, especially international travel involved. It, exactly. We weren't even sure about domestic travel, right? I and mean, we think about it. I mean, we have we have players uh, domestically. We have players from Florida. You met Georgia, yep. Zevi, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we have California, Washington. Uh, so we, because of that, we 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 decided that we were going to focus our efforts. Uh, more regionally, uh, so we do have more players from downstate New York than we've had in the past, and uh, as well as Ohio. Our, our last champion, uh, Jackson Chandler from 2019, is from Dublin, Ohio, and we have. Is he back this year? Uh, he is in, at Ohio State. Oh, he's at Ohio State. Yeah, so, they age out, right? So that's yeah. good. But, but yeah. he, uh, but we have two, two kids from from Dublin, Ohio, and uh, pretty we good have some, golf course in Dublin, Ohio. Yeah, there, there, yeah. there is, yeah. there is. <laughs> that's that's where Muirfield Village is for those. Not yes, sure. right. So, so you know, uncertainty was the theme really across the board. We we were unsure of, uh, you know, how our sponsors would would react because we didn't know how their businesses were doing, and and uh, so we decided, you know, amidst all this uncertainty, hey, why don't we start a girls' division too to to just you know. Make it more challenging. Perfect segue. I was just going to ask you about that. We spoke with Lily Zhang, obviously a, a great representative of the player that you would love to have playing in this event. Um, I guess where, where did that idea get sparked originally, and just you know where is it at here for year one in terms of where you guys think it should be at? Well, um, I, you saw earlier uh, Ann Wolosinski walking around. I know you guys have. We had her on when we were here in April. That's right. right. Yeah. And, and so. That's a club president, by the way, for those yeah, listening Anne who didn't our, know. Our club president. She was uh, installed in in January, and and I've I've known Ann since she was 12 years old, and and uh, so she's been uh, putting the bug in my ear uh, for a few years, and and uh, uh, it's it's a challenge for us because you know we, we've had this long-standing tournament we have 80 boys so there's only so much room on a, on a golf course but uh, so we decided to start that this year uh, um, and and Anne has been obviously very supportive of it and so we have eight girls this year and and uh, we have two of them from Ohio, two from Ohio. and and, and and one from Peru. Yeah, I'll let Paul speak about the, okay. the rest of the girls' field. Okay, you want to speak a little bit more about that? Sure. We've so got, eight players in total. We got eight players, and uh, you know we we uh, spent a lot of time recruiting. Uh, we've got uh, two really good players out of Ohio, uh, Ella Wong and uh, Madison Reemsnyder, uh, both both plus handicaps. Uh, of course, Lily Zhang, yeah, uh, Mariana Masonis from Peru. Uh, I mean, her resume is spectacular. Uh, so it's it's a we've we've done really well, I think, in you know with this with this small field of of, of attracting you know really really good players. How about on the boys' side? Who are you, some of the names that might compete to win this event? Well, you know, we've got Anthony Delasanti, who's the the district champion. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, we also have I mentioned the the boys from Peru, both terrific players, uh, Eduardo Galdos and uh, Eric Plenge. Uh, some local kids, Tyler Delasanti, 
but we, have, we also have a very strong contingent coming from, uh, from Ohio. Uh, Tyler Grooms, who was uh, uh, not a classmate of Jackson Chandler, but he was a year behind, two years behind, and he's also going to Ohio State next year. And, and by the way, Jackson's playing number three at Ohio State. So he jumped right in That's freshman great. year and, and did a great job, and he played really well at the NCAAs this year. So, so what is the uh, the age age range here? Because we have Zebby who's eleven, and you've got right. freshmen in college. They compete same tees, same tournament. What? How does that work? Uh, well, there's there's everybody's in high school or, or just graduated. No, nobody's in college. Uh, but yeah, everybody plays uh, in the boys' division. Everybody's playing from the same tees. You know, it used to be 14 to uh, 14 to 17, and then it went 14 to 18. And in the last few years, kids are getting so good, so young. We just say, you got you got to be under 19. If you're good, you can play. If you're good, yeah. you can play. Even, or like Zevi, he's 11. He's 11. Yeah. Yeah. What a cool oh, He sounded pretty story. good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Lily's no scrub either. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. she can play. We know that. How about uh, just... For people that want to come out and see this week, what are the logistics? Are there any sort of different protocols with COVID? Obviously, still part of our life in a little capacity. Luckily, uh, just if people want to come out this week, what's the what's the strategy and procedure? Well, thankfully, uh, all restrictions have have been lifted. We're we're still you know going to honor people who are still they still want to be a little bit cautious. Uh, play starts Tuesday morning at seven o'clock. Uh, that's when the boys go off the first tee. Uh, the girls will start at 10:52 on on Tuesday, and on Wednesday, or I guess Tuesday evening, we, we have a long drive competition after play is completed, and then on Wednesday um, they start at 7:30, and th- that is uh, their tee times are based on first round first round scores, and uh, and then match play will start on Thursday at uh, 7.30, and that, that, that goes, that's a great day of golf uh, because we have uh, 40 matches on the golf course on Thursday morning, and then the quarter uh, quarterfinals Thursday afternoon, and then the, the, the semifinals and, and finals, uh, 8 o'clock on Friday morning and 1 o'clock uh, Friday af- afternoon, and it, there's there's admission is free, uh, lunch is available for a small fee uh, on the patio, and uh, free parking as well. So come out and watch some really really good golf. Internationaljuniormasters.com by the way the website. You can also follow them on Twitter at IGM Golf. Kev, I know because you've been you've been following these names when you walk on tour. Um, you know when we've come here in previous years, we of course know Jeff Sluman, Jim Furyk. Masters champion Trevor Immelman has played in this event, just some of, some of the PGA pros that people may have known of. But how about these four players that have all had up-and-coming good last year or so on the PGA Tour? Abraham Anser, Mackenzie Hughes, Corey Connors, Sebastian Munoz. Like, those are four guys that have played in this event, too, that I know you know from yeah. your, your PGA Tour radio work. Like, those guys are all having great years and are the up-and-coming group. Great. Well, you've got winners on yeah. the PGA Tour in that list. I mean, we just all saw Mac. Uh, Mackenzie Hughes, um, you know, chance to win the U.S. Chance Open. to win last week, yeah, just uh, incredible, and that's uh, uh, what's one of the great things you get to come see them um, before or while they're stars. Well, they're, uh, yeah. <laughs> right, right, and yeah, they're international yeah. players, so you wouldn't have yeah. much of a chance to see them otherwise. 
for sure. Uh, Munoz is a, a, a you've played with him. I played with him at the great personality, at right? The, when the web.com event was yeah. at Peak and Peak, I played in the pro am. He him, remembered and you. He was awesome. I brought him up. I, I mentioned I, you, and he's like, "Oh, the hockey guy." Yeah, I, so. I, yes, and I told you yeah. my main job that day was to give him the Columbia score in yes. the World Cup. That's what he said. He goes, "He's giving me updates." He. Yeah. Uh, he says he doesn't have his phone out during his round, so he said, "Can you be in charge of giving me the Col- the World Cup was going on? Can you be in charge of telling me the Columbia score?" So yeah. I was like, "Okay, if, if you need the score out, that'll be my job." We've that, had, we've you're not had, you're not certainly not asking right. for swing advice, so I'll be in charge yeah. of. Uh, <laughs> we've had several uh, years where the Colombians uh, were all parked in front of the TV in, in, in the in the bar watching yeah. uh, the World Cup because that usually falls around yeah, this yeah, time exactly right. when it does exactly every four right. years or so. Yeah, that's cool. That's so, part. Of, it's, but that's part of the flavor of the event, right? To see the other sports that these kids from other countries, uh, you know, is, is their NFL, right? Their their Buffalo Bills team was, you know, playing on on the screen there, and you're like, well, I don't get this one. They probably don't get, you know, what we're into. Let's uh, let's finish up here because I know there's some members listening. I'm sure. A shout out to the members and everybody here, and, and Drew and David, and, and what you guys do. I know that giving up the golf course for a week in Western New York in prime season is is not an easy task, but they do it, and uh, it makes a great local event. I'm sure that you guys appreciate all that, without a doubt, yeah. without a doubt. We uh, being members yourself too, yes, <laughs> exactly, exactly right. Uh, Paul, say I, I I won't miss it a whole lot because I never play, uh, <laughs> but but. Uh, <laughs> he knows people are listening. That's right. <laughs> that's, right. That's, that's probably about right. <laughs> we love to have members like Jack. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, but yeah, we are very appreciative of, of of the membership, and and well over a hundred members are involved in some way, uh, whether they're on committees or spotters or, or uh, whatever. So they they uh, they embrace the tournament and. We, you know, we have a big thank you, and on Friday uh, at about five o'clock, we have a big finals party, and that's a lot of fun. Awesome, IGM Golf on Twitter. You can follow them there. Uh, InternationalJuniorMasters.com, the website. So if you want to get any of that information, uh, they'll have it out. Again, it's free to come out, free parking. They'll have food available. Come and see. The future stars. We just rattled off a whole bunch there that uh, are going to be there and uh, support a great local event here in Western uh, New York. Do they, uh, golf attire. If folks come out and watch. They need to. Normal golf right. attire. No, normal yes. golf attire. Yes. Okay. Normal golf attire. Don't wear your Guns N' Roses t-shirt. Normal golf attire. Especially Got with it. the sleeves cut off. Or Dave Jones yeah. be happy to sell you a shirt in the pro shop. That's right. For sure. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Paul and Jeff, thank you. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Paul O'Brien, Jeff Kamian, tournament directors here from East Aurora Country Club for the International Junior Masters. We'll get our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week. When we come back, Jeff's going to give these junior players some advice on how to score well here at East Aurora Country Club. We'll have that and more, our Ryder Cup report, too, and uh, our quick thoughts on John Rahm's win. All that will squeeze into our final segment here as we roll on from the beautiful patio at East Aurora Country Club. Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro Jeff Medes, Corey Griswold, producing back in our Amherst studios. I'm Brian Colziel. Thanks for listening. More Tea to Green coming up from East Aurora Country Club right after this on WGR. You're listening to Tea to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. Stay tuned. More Tea to Green coming up. Let's get the latest on the Ryder Cup. The Ryder Cup report is being brought to you by Jumpa Agency, Main Street in Clarence.
And also want to give a shout out to our friends at Scroy Financial, celebrating 50 years in the business this year. Second generation financial planning firm assisting fourth generation clients. They've been helping families in Western New York achieve their financial goals since 1971. So, hey, whether you're just uh, getting started out, you're a young professional, or you'd like to review your current plan, you can set up a complimentary one hour consultation. Their office is in West Seneca at 716. 716- 674-6700. You can also go to, go to their website for more information, scroyfinancial.com. Scroy is spelled S-G-R-O-I, financial.com. Back here at East Aurora Country Club, Brian Colziel, Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro Jeff Metis. We appreciate you being with us. It's been a lot of international junior masters talk. Uh, in our first segment, we were joined by some of the participants, and uh, those interviews will be up on our on-demand audio section as soon as the show is over, WGR550.com. want to thank the tournament directors, Jeff Kamian and Paul O'Brien, last segment for coming on and giving us the logistics. Again, tournament starts Tuesday. It goes on all week. It's free. Come on out and support a local event. Come see the next stars. We mentioned Jeff Sluman, Jim Furyk, Rory Sabatini's played in it. Trevor Immelman, the Masters champions, played it. Some of the uh, the more recent youngsters that are now on the PGA Tour making a name for themselves. Answer, Hughes, Connors, Munoz, they've all played in the event. Um, so you can come out and see the, the next wave of stars here this week at East Aurora. Uh, normally David Jones, of course, the PGA Pro here, comes on with us for our Western York PGA Tip of the Week. But he said, let the kids get the airtime this week, which David is always very nice like that. But we still got Jeff. Hell yeah. So it's... Wait, we got to get a Ryder Cup report in. We I had that first. Zevi, Zevi back for we could bring Zevi back for the tip. <laughs> Ryder Cup report there. You heard uh, Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, Colin Morinkawa, Justin Thomas, Brooks Kepka, Xander Shoffley. Those six are the automatic qualifiers. If any of those six fall out of the top six, is there any way they're still not in? DJ, yeah, no. DeChambeau, Morikawa, Thomas, Kepka, Shoffley. They're locks regardless of where they fall, right? Yeah. Is those Shoffley six. a lock? Yes. I, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Even if he falls out of the top automatic weird. six, he changed his putting grip two weeks before the U.S. Open, right? Yeah, he's call, he says he doesn't like the arm lock. He said he would, yeah. he would be against it, but he says he's going to use it. He's been it's using a better it. way to putt. He thinks he thinks it's a yeah. it's an advantage. Well, see, Rory said that it should be banned. Yeah, he did. Yeah, right. and then last week the players officially voted that green books won't be used going I, forward. I what do you think that. about that? I think that's great. You know what? I think reading the greens is a skill. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of the things uh, I, I learned. At Pinehurst, more about reading grain. Um, so, you know, we, we don't have much grain in putts up here. Very, 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 very little. Very little. But I'm telling you, in a lot of the courses they play, reading the grain of the putt, you can have a downhill putt that's slow, and you're like, how's it slow? Because it's into the grain. Uh, figuring that out there and slope, I, I, think, um, I think it's a skill. And, I, I'm, you know, they oh. use the scopes at the PGA Championship, and I'm like, ah, you know. I, I, it's public information, so to me, not, not that big of a deal as long as they don't use a slope on the scope. Um, but the green books, yeah, I think uh, I think it takes uh, some of the skill out of it and maybe complicates things too. And I think the players agree, and that's why they yeah. vote. The players voted that off, if I'm not mistaken. That's not a PGA Tour policy. That was the Players Association yeah. or the Tour Players Association voted to get rid of it. The them. arm lock putter, like. I don't know. I don't know what I, I don't know if I feel about that. It's the same thing I felt with anchoring the putter. Like it's not like they're winning every week, right? I think it helps certain people, certain putter types, or or it's a it, when people are looking or searching for something, it might be a, a solution for them. I think the best putters I still think are using a more traditional grip in there, and they tend to go to the funkier grips when they tend to struggle with their sure. putter. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's available to everybody. Right. That's you know kind of my point with that stroke. Like um, so. You know, with all due respect to Rory, if you think it's uh, you can do it, yep. right? I then mean, do it's, it, it's, yeah. hard, it's hard to do. Have you ever tried it? 
I, I think it's an Impossible, I, but I haven't practiced it. I, I, I mean, I tried it, it. I practiced it on my custom turf putting green at home with my uh, 38-inch uh, putter that's counterbalanced. But I'm like, all right, let me put this against the arm and see. I'm like, it's so rigid. It's so, like, the hours and hours and hours of practice you have to do to get comfortable with it, to even try it. I don't, like, I, I see DeChambeau putting. I'm uncomfortable watching right. him putt. I don't want to be like that. Even though maybe I could end up, if I practiced it for a year getting better at it i just i I, i'm not interested in look i I don't want to look like that or feel like that i know that probably is it counterintuitive to shooting your best score i I guess i shouldn't go all in on that statement but i just i want to feel comfortable when i'm putting i I don't i don't want that to be a piece of flow yeah i understand the concept that it's less moving parts and it's a simpler machine and it makes it less likely to make a mistake but i agree with you i like to have some feel and stuff in there yeah before we get to our tip of the week let's get one thought on rom's victory um he as he always does, said the right things about karma. He took the high road. All the positives that he said came from a big negative at Memorial when he was knocked out uh, due to the positive COVID test, Kevin. And uh, he bounced back. And how about those putts on 17 and 18? Big benders, gets it done. And uh, all the other guys, all the huge names that all had a chance to win, all made mistakes at some point. Even Ustazen, who was as steady as anybody on tour, had two driving errors. The, the tee but shot on Rom, 17 was stunning yeah. from Ustazen. I mean, yes. everybody knows you go right there. You can Just, miss it right. And he hits a fade, right. too. Like, that would have right. worked out great. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, the pressure. Nerves could get pressure. to you, for yeah, sure. Shows you the best in the world, the, the, the pressure. Uh, but for John Rom, no surprise there. Horses for courses. He's won there. He finished runner-up there a couple of years ago. He says he's got a lot of feels goods there. Uh, but yes. listen, you saw it coming, though, right? I mean, how close was he on? <clears throat> 13, 14, 15. Those like, pots. Yeah. yeah, 16. You're like, you, you, like, it's coming, you know? He hit the final seven greens all in regulation. Yeah. So right there that shows he kept himself with chances for birdies, worst-case pars, everybody else in trouble. And, and listen, everybody's saying Louis faltered. No, John Rahm went out and won it. He made putts on 17 and 18 to win it. Clearly, he wasn't in the final group, but he won it. Yeah, I agree. Let's finish with our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week, brought to you by the Western New York PGA, which has one goal, promoting the growing and gr- promoting and growing the game of golf today, tomorrow, and beyond. How about a tip for the uh, junior players here this week, playing East Aurora Country Club? Yeah, normally I'm a proximity to the hole guy. You know, basically what Bryson's doing, you want to bash it up there. You want to get it as close to the green as you can, you know, get it as close to the hole as you can. Here I think it's a little different because of the nature of the golf course. It's a parkland golf course, a lot of woods, a lot of trees, very narrow, a lot of different lies. It's one of those courses where if you miss the fairway, there's a lot of chip outs, you know, or you, or you, don't, have a, you don't have a look at the green. So if I was one of these players this week, I'd be trying to keep the ball in front of me a lot more, a lot more fairways. I'd actually take a little longer approach um, just to keep the ball in the fairway. And I'd want to keep the ball below the hole as much as possible here. You'd rather have an uphill putt than a side hill or downhill putt here at East Aurora. So it's more about game management this week than it is about just trying to overpower or make a ton of birdies. I think you, you want to make, you're going to make your birdies when you get your chances. You want to give yourself as many birdie chances as you can this week, but you do want to avoid the big number by keeping that ball and play off the tee. Maybe a few less drivers around this facility than you would normally play in any other junior event. Okay, good advice. We know the course looks great. Drew Thompson uh, has it in wonderful shape, and it'll be rolling well. Finish here with one little thought. A Challenge Tour pro player, Jean Berrikin, had uh, some ups and downs. Let's just say about not giving up in your round. He shot a 68 in an event in France. No big deal, right? Neither nine was in the 30s. Can you do the math on that? I heard about this. No, I can't. So the Frenchman posted a 68, two underscore. He shot a 40 on the front, 
and a 28 on the back. Wow. Neither nine in the 30s shot a 68. Don't ask me to do math in the Sorry. radio. I had a programmer tell me, don't ever do math. At 7.55 in the morning. Uh, hey, that's awesome. Real quick, shout out to Susan Bedard, who had two hole-in-ones on Wednesday at Craigburn in a interclub event. Hole 5 and hole 12. And I talked to her afterwards, and I posted some of this on Twitter. And everybody said, what'd you shoot? What'd you shoot? I'm embarrassed to say I forgot to ask her. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Congratulations. And... We've already got people registering for our put dutter, duster putting challenge to benefit the Western PGA Reach Foundation. I'll tweet out the link right after the show here. Give me two minutes. It'll be tweeted out at Brian WGR. But we've already got double digits of people signed nice. up. The spot, it's at Glen Oak, August 21st, $30. It's a donation of the Western PGA Reach Foundation. It's a great cause. Make sure you sign up for yeah, that. Sign up early. It's limited to 72 this year. So yep. there is a limit. It'll, there's food and beverage involved. In yeah. And music box, right? and lights and, and our commentary, which is, and you Kevin can't put and a Brian, price on that. Yes, you can't yes. put a price on that. Well, we can, but we didn't. <laughs> That's right. You actually, you have. That's right. <laughs> but for That's, this, we're not. That's, That's right. a perfect line from Kevin, actually. <laughs> That's right. That's why Kevin's on our team. I love it. All right. Big thanks to everybody here at East Aurora Country Club. The uh, the competitors that joined us, Charlie Fisher, Corey Edger, Zevi Perez, Lily Zhang. Good luck this week. Uh, the tournament directors, Jeff Kamey and Paul O'Brien. Uh, PJ Pro David Jones, Superintendent Drew Thompson. I know the big team here are going to have a great week. Come on out to East Aurora, watch some golf. And uh, thanks to Corey Griswold back in our Amherst studios. He'll have the show up on in our on-demand audio section very soon, WGR550.com. And for PGA Pro Jeff Meadis, Jeff, have a great weekend. Kevin Sylvester, you as well. I'm Brian Colziel. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week, next week right here. Tea to Green, every Saturday at 7 on WGR. You're listening to Tea to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club.